0: Life is happening for you, not to you. Listen in to the Unshakable Living Show with Coach Lisa for your personal reminder that you are perfectly designed just the way you are. Gain tools, insights, and encouragement to move you forward on your journey. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car, so get into action now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Today is Wednesday, December 28th, 2022, and we are almost at the end of the year. I just kind of find that a little bit unbelievable. And so welcome to the final episode of the Unshakable Living Show for 2022. Uh, With today's episode, I am celebrating a full year of my show. And again, it's just really exciting. I've grown so much over the last 12 months, both as a podcast host, but also as a coach and a mentor. 2022 has definitely had its challenges, but it's also had some really bright spots as well. It's brought a lot of good things into our family, especially our baby granddaughter who just turned six months old. Christmas was really fun this year, getting to buy really cute baby clothes and fun toys and all those kinds of things. So I also want to remind you, my listeners, that starting in January, I will be doing my live streams on my YouTube channel. If you go to YouTube, you can just search for The Unshakable Living Show, or you can search for Lisa Beltz, L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z. The audio will continue to be posted uh, to the podcast apps if you're subscribed and listen on the podcast. Um, you can also reach me at CoachLisa at Belts.com. And again, remember Lisa spelled funny, C-O-A-C-H-L-Y-S-A at L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z.com if you have any questions so i'm not sure about you but right now i'm hearing a lot on social media and podcasts and news articles about goal setting for the new year Um, we all talk about you know starting our exercise programs and and getting back to eating right and all those kinds of things and Finding your word of the year and uh, reflecting on the accomplishments that you had for 2022. And there's a lot of right things with these ideas. But in order to build an unshakable 2023, I encourage you to notice and document what went well this year so that you can spot those things and be sure you continue to do them into next year. And then also look at the things that you need to tweak or do differently so that you're more effective or more productive um, and get closer to the outcomes you're looking for. For me, all of this goes back to being intentional. If I could go back and teach my younger self one thing it would be how to have an intentional mindset and how to live with intention. It's not just going through life. It's not just letting life happen, happen to you. It's recognizing that life is happening for you. And the more intentional you are with what you want life to look like and how you want it to go, the more that becomes your reality. I've also gotten to know myself well enough. To identify what motivates me so again as you think about an unshakable beginning to 2023 what do you care enough about and what can you focus on so intensely that you forget to grab coffee or you forget to go eat dinner that's where your passion lies and your passion will lead you to your purpose i also need to know how and when i work best so that I can be the most productive. I can have the best plan in the world, but until and unless I take action on it, it's not going anywhere. We're back to the parked car analogy. God can't steer a parked car. So having a plan, but not executing on it is like sitting in a car, trying to turn the steering wheel and you really don't go anywhere. So two tools that I wanna mention to you to help you figure out how you're organized and what's important to you and what areas of life you might wanna work on are out on my website. So if you go to LisaBelts.com and click on the resources tab, there are two PDFs that you can download. They're for free. And that will be helpful in looking at your unshakable beginnings. The first one is a core values worksheet. And I know I've mentioned this in other episodes, but I really want to mention it again. As you go into the new year and you want to set goals, you need to make sure that your goals and the things that you're working on are in alignment with your core values. So what's a core value? Um, This exercise helps you start with a list of about 50 words and you work it down to 15 words, down to 10 and down to ultimately down to five words that are so important to you that you would not compromise them. One of my core values is integrity. And so integrity is something that I know I cannot violate or compromise and still feel okay within myself. So whether it's in my personal life or my church life or my business life, I know that I have to keep my integrity intact pretty much at all costs. And so when you're really uncomfortable in a circumstance or a situation, a lot of times it's because you're being asked to go against one of your core values. An example of this is, as I mentioned, is having integrity as a core value and then being asked to lie or even tell a half truth in your job. Maybe it's a customer that you have on the phone. You're not gonna be satisfied or fulfilled when you're asked or choose to do something outside of your core values. So it's helpful when you're setting your goals and putting your action plan in place to really know what your five core values are and make sure that you incorporate those into your planning. The second PDF is called a Wheel of Life. And I know there's a lot of different varieties and variations of this um, floating around out on the Internet. You can Google it and find a Wheel of Life worksheet as well. It helps you look at different aspects of your life and you decide how well things are going in each of those. There are suggested titles, so you're going to look at eight areas of life and there are suggested titles on the worksheet, but you can can write in your own if there's an area that you want to look at. You then rank where you would ideally like to be on on a scale of like one to eight. And so like if your ideal is an eight and you're at a four, that would be an area that you could choose to work on next year. And again, why do we do the Wheel of Life when we're setting our goals for next year as you're setting your goals and putting your action plans in place, you want to incorporate um, the lower areas from your will of life into your plan for the year, because that's going to bring satisfaction and an overall accomplishment as you work through 2023. I also encourage people to look at these things quarterly. So, you know, January, uh, obviously first of the year, first of of the quarter, and look at it again in March and then you know a couple more times during the year it doesn't have to be quarterly exactly but but the point is to check back, evaluate have I grown do I need to shift some things? So again setting goals is important and you want to set your goals with intention. The walking out of those accomplishments is what really matters. The more you know yourself, the better you can set yourself up for success. Another thing I do with my coaching clients is we look at different personality profiles. Um, There's several different ones on the internet that you can find. Some of them are are free. Some of them you do have to pay a fee. Some of them are, you know, $10 up to $30. But it helps to give you an objective insight into kind of how you're wired and what makes you work. So some of the popular ones are DISC, and it's D-I-S-C, and I actually have a DISC profile that I can give you if that's something you're interested in. It actually looks at your DISC profile and your spiritual gifts. So again, send me an email at CoachLisa at LisaBelts.com if you're interested in that. Uh, Another type of personality profile is called Myers-Briggs. And it looks at four different aspects of how you work best and how to interact with other people. Enneagram is another popular one. And then human design is also extremely insightful. I just recently completed the Strength Finders test again. It's the third time I've done it. And my results this time were actually a little bit different. I believe that is because of all of the personal growth work that I've done over the last four years. I am more authentically myself now than I have ever been in my life. And it really showed up in my strength finders. Again, if you're not familiar with strength finders, instead of looking at our strength and our weaknesses and trying to strengthen your weaknesses, the approach from strength finder says find your strengths and operate there. When you know your strength strengths, then you can um, find jobs or activities, find your passion in those things and it's really going to help to propel you propel you forward. So, um I also want to talk right now and then we're going to take a break and then we'll get into more detail it's also important to know how you best work so one approach is called ridiculously small steps and we'll talk about that in a little bit more detail in contrast to that is take action now so if you're more of a type a personality a driver driver and you like to be high energy, you'd like to be focused, you wanna have you know six things going at once, the take action now approach and method may work well for you. If you like to take things more, I always joke about um, the phrase that says, eat the elephant a bite at a time. If you're more a bite at a time person, the RSS or ridiculously small steps helps you to kind of incrementally work into your goals. If you do 1% change a day over the course of a year, you will have changed 365 degrees. And so starting small, taking smaller chunks, taking smaller bites. If you're working a day job like I am, and you have a side business or a side hustle, or you're growing your business um, after hours, you may need to take smaller steps. But the important thing is to recognize the progress you're making, even if it's not eating the entire elephant in one sitting. So we're going to take a really quick break right now. And then when we come back, we'll go into a little bit more detail about ridiculously small steps versus take action now. Come right back. Life is good when you are in the right place, at the right time, doing the right things. I would love to coach you and get you there. My goal is to help you live your dreams, commit to your success, and be your best self. Become unshakable. Schedule a free introductory coaching session with me and join the unshakable movement. Connect with me at CoachLisa at lisabelts.com. That's C-O-A-C-H-L-Y-S-A at L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z dot com. You are made for more. I'm Coach Lisa, and I'm here to help you achieve ultimate life satisfaction. Your life matters to the world. Reimagine your future with an individualized life by design approach with my free ebook, The Five C's of Coaching. Commitment, clarity, coachable, creative, and change. Find the transformation you're looking for. Go to lisabelts.com. That's L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z dot com. You are made for more. Join Lisa Belt on her show, The Unshakable Living Show, and find the breakthrough that you deserve. Lisa will help you be empowered and realize that you're not alone on your journey. There is a divine blueprint for you. Building your life to fit within that blueprint is what will bring ultimate life satisfaction. With Coach Lisa, find the more that is meant for you and become truly unshakable. We are back. This is Coach Lisa, and we're talking about different approaches to walking out and accomplishing your goals once you've set them. And so the first one I wanna talk about a little bit more in depth is called Ridiculously Small Steps. And so when you have a task or a project that feels overwhelming, do exceptionally small things to get started. If you're writing a book, A ridiculously small step would be to literally write 15 words a day or write for three minutes. It's breaking it down into a small chunk that cannot possibly feel overwhelming. Almost anybody can sit down and write for three minutes or you can write 15 words or, you know, say you're going to write five sentences. You get the idea. It's just to set these small incremental goals. And it may be that you do that two or three times during the day. And at the end of the day, you've got a paragraph written. But the point is don't feel like you need to hold yourself accountable to write a chapter every day particularly if that just does not work with your schedule or uh, you're waiting to for the create, creativity to kick in. Um, so getting started is half the battle. And so we talk about kind of that being stuck or that inertia. You know, if you go back to the law of physics, a body at rest tends to stay at rest. If you can incrementally start out with those ridiculously small steps, just do something to get yourself in motion for me when I'm writing and I am, I am currently writing a devotional right now. Um, I hold myself accountable to just write one day's worth of devotion when I sit down and I I don't do it every day. So rather than saying, okay, I'm going to knock out five of them today. It's like, no, my goal is to do one. And so by breaking it down and keeping it small and manageable, the recovering perfectionist in me who fought procrastination for years and years and years, I'm actually able to get things done because I don't feel like I have to have, you know, I'm going to exaggerate here a little bit. I don't have to have six hours to sit down and focus and try and get, you know, five devotional days worth done at one time. If I can sit down and write for even an hour, I can get one whole devotional done. There's going to be 120 days, and so if I take if it takes me, you know, 120 days to write one a day, that's great. I just remember to recognize my pro process. No, my progress. Sorry, I'm struggling with words tonight. Recognize my progress and not beat myself up when I feel like I'm behind. It will get done. It is getting done. Now the take action now process is really designed to get you in motion and keep you in motion and keep that momentum going. So for the take action now approach, what I have found that works well for me is to work in two hour increments. So again, um, if I'm working my day job as a project manager, if I'm working on something and I know I need some focus time to really get stuff done, a two-hour window works really well for me. So I'll block off two hours and focus for that two hours on um, accomplishing one major thing. Um, to set yourself up for success, if you're going to do that time block thing, make sure that you've got your water in the room with you or snacks, or whatever you need. Eliminate all excuses. Put your cell phone in the other room, put it on silent if you can, and just give yourself the space in the room to focus. You know, if you're doing really well at the end of those two hours and you want to keep going, that's great. But for me, I find that at the end of those two hours, if I can get up and walk around for five, 10, even 15 minutes and then come back, I'm able to focus again. And so it's not like either the ridiculously small steps or take action now is one is better or one is worse. It really is about identifying what works good for you and giving yourself permission to do that. One other approach that I have used that also has worked really well for me is called the time box method. And so, again, if I think of a two-hour increment, that's basically 120 minutes. If I have six tasks that I need to get done in that two-hour time block, I basically say I'm going to spend 20 minutes on each task, whether I finish it or not. And so, again, I'm giving a slice of time to each of the six tasks. One of those tasks might be small enough that I finish it in five minutes so I can then allocate that time to one of the other tasks. But the point is to work on all six things, hopefully completing at least one of them. Again, it depends on what the project is. And so you may have to do two or three um, blocks of two hours to finish all six of them. But that way, you're making progress and advancing on all of them at the same time. So um, as a project manager, we talk about using something called a work breakdown structure. And so basically, it's taking a bigger, more complex task and breaking it down into pieces. Going back to my elephant analogy, it's eating the elephant a bite at a time. Your work breakdown structure is identifying what those bites are. And this approach works really well on, on either a, um, any big project or an effort. And so if you're planning a vacation, list out the big effort items. And so the list I made was packing your bags, arranging your transportation, arranging for your lodging, planning on your fun things, security, and then the weather. And so under each of those categories, you're then going to break those down into either tasks or things to remember um, if you're packing, if you're packing for your kids, the things you got to make sure you get and medicines and all those kinds of things. So again, it is documenting it, it is breaking it down and taking the things that feel overwhelming and putting them into smaller pieces that are not overwhelming. For this to work, however, you have to refer back to the plan I've actually had a couple of people do the plan and then set it aside and missed a step. And it's like, okay, if I'd gone back and actually looked at the plan I put together, it would have worked much better. So also as a project manager, we always talk about setting a vision at the beginning of the project, begin with the end in mind. And so sticking with our vacation analogy, Not only do you want to travel and go do something, but what are the memories you wanna create while you're there? What is the feeling and the environment and the ambiance that you want? Those are the things that you set out with as you create that vision of what you want that vacation to be. So as you think about your unshakable goals for 2023, remember that bigger picture of why you're doing it. I also encourage you in your goal setting to think about how you want to feel as you're accomplishing your goals and then how are you going to feel once those goals are finished? What does that look like when you get to the end? And if you'll bring all five of your senses and your emotions into your goals, they become much more rich in both the doing and the finishing. So I also want you to step back and look at 2022 and think about what you learned. Think about five big things that happened this year and not just the good things. If there were some hard and challenging things, those may be some of your five as well. Oftentimes there are really deep lessons in the hard times as well as in the ongoing easy things that we do. What did you learn about yourself this year? That recognition is something to be celebrated. You know, I learned that through working on my health, I can trust my physical body more than I've been able to in literally 20 years. I spent a lot of time this year working on sleep, working on drinking water, um, clearing out my mold toxicity, some other things. And so what I'm learning is that my body doesn't let me down the way it used to. That's a pretty huge thing for me for this year. And so again, as you look at your big five, how did you feel during each of them? It may be a roller coaster ride for one and complete euphoria for another of your five. Go back and tap into those feelings. Sit with them for a bit and extract out of them all that you can. So looking at 2022 from a realistic standpoint, being generous with yourself on all that you accomplished, that's going to help you carry momentum into the new year. Even if your goals are different this year, build on the momentum of accomplishment that you have from last year and stay in that momentum. And remember that accomplishments are not just the big things. It's keeping all the day-to-day plates spinning too. If you can't think of any big accomplishments and yet you fed your kids every day, you got up and took a shower most days, and you didn't kill anyone, those could be listed as accomplishments. Again, as, as I said, one of my challenges for this year was drinking enough water. And I did better at that than I've ever done. So I get to acknowledge myself for my sleep, and my drinking water. So as you enter 2023, give yourself a lot of grace. We've had some pretty challenging years, the last few years with COVID and we're coming out of it, but we're maybe not hundred percent yet. I want you to really know that you can do more than you think you can. You have a purpose. Life is here for you and you can actually make a big impact in your sphere of influence and those around you. So as you set your unshakable goals and you move into 2023 with those unshakable beginnings, don't get stuck in your parked car, get in motion and let God direct your steps. And so as I wrap up today's show, I wanna give a huge shout out and thanks to Transformation Talk Radio, to Dr. Pat, to Jessica, who is my producer tonight, and the whole TTR staff. I have absolutely loved every show that I've done this year. TTR has given me a a solid foundation that I will continue to build on, and I really hope that I come back and and can join the family again in the near future. So as I mentioned, starting in January, you'll find me on YouTube under the Unshakable Living Show, or just uh, do a search for Lisa Belts. All of the new episodes will be available on the podcast apps just like they are today. I would love to have you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Just find me. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook. God bless your new year. Let's welcome in 2023. Thank you and good night. You've been listening to The Unshakable Living Show. Supernaturally and Divinely unshakable, with Lisa Belts. Tune in twice a month for your well deserved dose of positive energy and your personal reminder that you are perfectly imperfect and that's okay. Find your true calling and influence the world around you for the better with your profound gifts. Walk away feeling truly unshakable. Remember, God can't steer a parked car. So step on the gas now with Lisa and let him do the rest. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.